The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Herbie's Cooking Corner for January 17th, 2023. And uh, my name is Herbie Allen, of course, and I am joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Twinkling Tori. How are you, Tori? Uh, I'm not as twinkling as normal, but I'm here and looking forward to you making brownies. All right. Uh, Apparently, everybody else is, too. You know, it's really interesting, guys. Um, Somebody asked me on the friendship circle yesterday do i make anything healthy on these calls and you know my answer to that is no and there is a reason why because if i make something healthy or even something dinner related which is what i really like to make people you know you you guys don't tend to get excited as much it's like oh hey that sounds delicious but once i mention something like brownies Oh boy, oh boy, is that, does that reaction change? It's, ooh, ooh, yeah, 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 gimme, 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 gimme. So. Although I'd like to correct you because actually you have done a couple of healthy recipes. It's just that people seem to want the unhealthy ones. And who are we to complain? Exactly. So, um, yeah, we're we're naturally happy to uh, oblige. So. That's Just giving how, people what uh, they that want. Works. Exactly. So, anyway, so that hopefully answers the question on the how much healthy things you'll see on here. But yes, we for the record, I, I, I try to suppress those memories, but we have done a couple of healthy things on here, such as tofu scramble and whatnot. All right, I was so talking today, about though, things like stir fry and soup and potato salad, actually. Yes. Is potato salad healthy? I guess it is. Yeah. Compared to brownies, it is. (laughs) Good point. But uh, they both have carbs. Anyway, I digress. We'll talk more about healthy and unhealthy and stuff later. But yes, Um, we did, in fact, just get done talking about soups. And in fact, I did get that uh, uploaded last night to the Herbie's Cooking Corner YouTube playlist. So if you are not following that, make sure you click on the link in the community email. But today we are going to make fudgy brownies. And the one thing I forgot to get for these, but uh, I think it'll be just fine without them, is the pecans. But uh, we will talk still about how to... uh, It'll be be fine without them, because nuts are always optional in brownies. Exactly. So I was asked to make a simple brownie recipe that didn't require a stovetop or anything like that. So... I had uh, several in mind, actually, and I chose this one because it sounded the most delicious. And I have not made these before, so it's uh, going to be a first time for all of us. So these are called Best Fudgy Pecan Brownies. And what we are going to need is a stick butter, which is melted, and a cup of sugar. We're going to need a teaspoon of vanilla, two eggs, a cup of all-purpose flour, a third cup cocoa, and a fourth teaspoon baking powder, and a half teaspoon of pecans. 
if you want those. So let's start with the butter. Well, guys, brownies are not always easy to make. If you want to make them the easy way, that's why they invented mixes. And uh, at some point, maybe we will do a brownie mix on here just to talk about that. But uh, um, I'm going to start with the stick butter. I'm using the unsalted. It really doesn't matter. But I'm getting the stick out of the parchment paper. And I'm going to break the stick in half. Just using my bare hands, yes, my bare hands to break up the butter. By the way, I forgot to say hi to our hosts and uh, whatnot. So over on the Zoom side, we have Tom Terrific. And over on the Clubhouse side is Nancy Nelvis. So uh, so if you have bare hands, wouldn't they be paws? That is a very good question. Wrong type of bear. <laughs> oh, well. So I'm going to, yep, so I'm going to put this in the microwave. You could use the stove top if you wanted for this, but the microwave will work just as well. And I'm going to give it, oh, maybe a minute. This should be enough, more than enough, enough time to actually get out my mixing bowl, which I'd forgotten to do. So let's do that. And what's going to happen is the butter actually is going to be extremely hot. So you know what, just with the layout of my kitchen, because the microwave is actually not in the kitchen, it's outside of the kitchen, I am going to just play it safe and bring my mixing bowl over to the microwave so that way I don't have as far to carry the bowl and I can leave it cooling in the microwave if it's too hot to touch. And it can be gotten later when it's time for the dishes. Okay, so I just uh, stopped the microwave a little bit before the minute. I did not need to put this butter at room temperature or anything like that. Oh, it still needs a little bit more time because we're melting it right away. And I've been seeing a lot of stuff lately about uh, not needing to put butter in the fridge and uh, the consensus is that salted butter is fine left out in a cool area. Yeah, I'm... if it's a cool enough area because the salt will help to preserve it. Exactly. I will tell you this much though, I, I'm still going to put my butter in the fridge. And if I come to your house, if your butter is not in the fridge, I don't know about eating it. Um, okay, so I had to give it a little bit over a minute. And the reason why I broke up the stick, by the way, is it helps it melt quicker, at least it's supposed to. Okay, this bowl is a microwave-safe bowl, and it does not really get that hot on the outside. So I would have been fine taking the mixing bowl over to the... or taking this bowl over to the kitchen. But I'm also really used to dealing with hot things as well, so that you know it you have to do of course what works best for you you can of course use oven mitts and things like that if you want as well and i again because i know how to deal with hot things i know how to use my finger to gauge the butter state but if you uh, do not like touching hot things then you can definitely just use a, a spoon like a metal spoon 
So the first um, thing we're going to do, by the way, is not... Just quickly before you continue, regarding yep. the butter out of the fridge, um, that only works if you have a proper cool area to keep it in because you can't have it yes. at actual room temperature. So just to clarify that, um, it does need to be a cool place. It does. And not cool as in, like, hip, you know, but... Uh, anyway. No, cool as in temperature-wise. <laughs> Yes. All right. So next, let's deal with our sugar. We're going to mix up the butter, sugar, and vanilla first, and then we're going to add in the eggs. So I have my sugar in a container. Let's see if I have enough sugar. I should. But uh, we're going to use the regular, unhealthy, really, really processed white sugar. If uh, you get this for the first time, it comes in a packaging very similar to the flour. It's all paper and stuff. The easiest way to tell is how, what the substance feels like through the packaging. Flour is going to feel a little different. And, right, now where's my measuring cup? Oh, measuring cup. Oh, measuring cup. There's the one cup measuring cup. And of course, if this has more than a cup, uh, if you're upset about that, then you're probably not a brownie one. So I'm going to pour, because this container's at the bottom, so I'm going to pour it over into the cup. And we're definitely getting extra, but I do have a full cup of sugar. I'm going to pour that into the bowl. And... I did that over the bowl because that way most of the mess, at least, will go into the bowl, which is what we want. And um, so I'm going to put the lid back on this container. I like to store it in a container because it's an easy way to preserve the sugar. It's also a very easy way to pour it out or scoop it out, especially when it's closer to the top. So that is what I like to do. All right, next, let's get out the vanilla. And we've talked about the vanilla before, in fact, very recently, and how it looks very similar to some of the Tylenol bottles. So just don't keep your Tylenol in the uh, um, kitchen. So that way you don't get it mixed up. You probably wouldn't, but... Uh, so it calls for a teaspoon of vanilla. And let's... I'm going to put more. You want me to put more vanilla into a brownie recipe? All right. Well, all right. She said put more in, so I've got a tablespoon in my hands. I think that's actually going to overdo it, so we're going to use two teaspoons instead of one. I need some of this. Well, I'll just get more vanilla for the, uh, I think it's, we're doing Did you know that one week. tablespoon is equivalent to three teaspoons? Yes. Well, I'm glad you did, but did but I didn't know if everybody else did. Ah, well, if they did not know before, they do it now. Yes, a tablespoon is equivalent to uh, three teaspoons. And... We're just so if you want three times the amount of vanilla, then you can just do a tablespoon. Yep. I, I, I think probably even two tablespoons may be a little bit overkill because 
We really oh, want two tablespoons might be a little overkill, yeah, but but yeah. Uh, I was told to put extra. Teaspoons. Yes. She, I put she, two uh, teaspoons. I, hey, even oh. I can hear her from all the way over here saying teaspoons. Yes, <laughs> I did put in two teaspoons. I assure you guys. How do I know I used a teaspoon and not a tablespoon? Well, the tablespoon is a lot bigger than the teaspoon. So it's uh, very easy to know the difference. Okay. You know, another thing, by the way, before I get to stirring, I did not talk about... I don't, did we talk about our fudges last week there, Tori? No, we did not. That's what I thought. So mine actually turned out really well. And uh, so well, in fact, that I only had a little bit left when we came back from Palm Springs. <laughs> it, I mean, it tastes good when you don't let it set, but it really does taste good once it does set. So, Yeah, well, despite what they said about me not needing to add a setting agent to the version that I found... I think one would be better because it was great fudge, except for the fact that it wasn't properly set. It did try to set, but yeah, it did not set perfectly. So I do need to tweak the vegan-friendly recipe a little um, to work on that. But it did taste pretty good. All right. So I'm just stirring this uh, mixture here. All right, so before I get on to the eggs, does anybody have any questions? And if you do, now's a good time to raise those hands, and uh, we'll see if we hear from our usual suspects, our non-usual suspects. So let's start by going to Zoom and welcoming the uh, fiddling one, Tom Terrific. Well, thank you, Mr. Hoobie, and uh, first up on the list, we got Miss Diane. All right, Miss Diane. Well, actually, you're Mrs. Diane because well, you're Miss married. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I think I'm All probably right. I think I'm probably a usual suspect as well. Anyway, um, what? How much did you say the uh, amount of pecans were that you were supposed to put in there? Uh, let's double check because I did kind of gloss over that, and uh, the actual amount because it's really. Okay, a half cup of uh, Oh, okay. Okay, because I thought you said like a teaspoon or some, a tablespoon or I something. I was reading no, it really no, fast. No, we were talking about vanilla with that because... Oh, okay. Has, well, I, I was, because... No, yeah, ahead, no, I was reading the pecans really fast, and so I kind of did meant, say it as like a half teaspoon, but it really is a half cup. So. Okay, well, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> half teaspoon, that would be like eight con. Yeah. All right, and now let's go over to Clubhouse, where Nelvis has entered the building. Good morning, Nelvis. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Good morning. I'm glad you are wide awake. You know, there, you I were, am, you were yes. I know, me too. I mean, are you, are you spending the night at Heartbreak Hotel there or something? <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't get any brownies, so that's why my heart was broken. <laughs> oh. and, but now she's whole woke up, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, yep. Oh, okay. I'm Get her mute. Okay. Well, Travis, is, uh, Travis will be more than happy to make you some brownies. So anyway, do we have any questions over on the clubhouse side? We do not yet. 
All right, yeah, then let's go. You. All right, and um, let's go back over to Zoom. Do we have anybody? I don't see anybody right now, Hoobie. All right, so Diane, I'd call you on the somewhat usual suspects list. Um, but uh, you, that sounds you are bad. definitely up. I, I know. That does, doesn't it? But, uh, all right. And just as uh, for reference, since we were talking about the pecans, you can use other types of nuts, although obviously they wouldn't be fudgy pecan grains then. Exactly. Or do what Herbie's ended up doing and leave them out. Yep. Which, quite, I mean, I like nuts and brownies to a point, but I'm quite happy without them, honestly, so. Okay, you know, I would have been so, perfectly happy to eat the pecans and let someone else have the brownies. Yes, I know I'm weird. No. Uh, Chanel says no, so. Um, <laughs> but I was reading the recipe, so I didn't hear what you said, so it's all good. All right. <laughs> I said I was going to eat the pecans and let someone else have the brownies. Mm, you can do that. That works for people that don't like nuts, but like brownies. All right, so this calls for two eggs. So I'm going to crack the egg into the mixture. Egg number one, and the shell goes in the garbage. And uh, of course, there's always a question of where you should put your eggshells. And uh, I don't know what the uh, thinking is these days. I know our apartment complex the policy is definitely not to put them down the garbage disposal. So, I think it depends on where you live, because even over here, sometimes you're supposed to put it in the in a food waste thing that we have. Other times you're supposed to not. So, yeah, that that gets confusing. So, yeah, I just put mine in the regular garbage and call it good. But. Uh, well, we just but, go one better. We just don't usually get eggs. We don't have the problem then. You, you don't. But uh, people can never make up their minds sometimes whether eggs are supposed to be good for you or not. You know, you can see a study one week that says, uh, yep, they have good cholesterol. The next week, it'll be bad cholesterol. Well, I personally, guess I think that whether or not they're good for you depends on how you cook them. Yep. But my other thinking on that is, what do the birds have to say, like the chickens? You know, they, they may have a self-interest in the study. Do they want us eating their eggs or not? But uh, Well, um, I was told something they said once, but I can't repeat it on an ACB call. Oh boy. Oh, that bad. All right. So, we're doing all our wet ingredients in one bowl, and this recipe calls for the dry ingredients to be done in a separate bowl, and then added in gradually to the first bowl. And so, we're going to get out bowl number two, and we're going to start with our flour. I'm just going to set bowl number one aside here. And, uh, you know, like I said, I was asking about simple brownie recipes, so we'll just have to do several more uh, brownie calls to uh, test out the theories on the, which one is the uh, simplest. And uh, I, 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 I apologize in advance for the uh, brownie uh, testing calls that we'll be doing throughout the year. I, I, I realize people don't actually really like them, but... Uh, 
you know. Actually, I think so I'm in the minority to... on the not liking brownies thing. I, I think you are too. So we need a half cup of flour, a third cup of cocoa, a fourth teaspoon baking powder, and a fourth teaspoon salt. Actually, I take that back. This is really interesting because the recipe, it mentions salt, but it actually doesn't mention how much salt, so... Which basically means a pinch of salt to taste. Yep. So we'll use a little bit of salt, but not much, so... So I'm going to get out the flour, which is again in a different container. And as soon as this flour is gone, it'll be interesting to actually did get the self-rising flour. Because um, I hear with that stuff, you don't need to worry about the uh, baking powder. So that'll be uh, worth uh, trying next time. So thankfully this is the little, not the last measuring cup. I'll need a third cup for the cocoa. But that one will definitely uh, will be a little bit more uh, liberal on with the cocoa. So I'm just uh, scooping out the flour here. This is going to be the last of the flour in this container actually so that'll make uh, that easy. We'll just use the extra and call it good. Okay now that that is done let us put that aside We'll put it up and then we'll get to our cocoa. So somebody asked me off list and uh, I don't know if they're actually on the call or not, but uh, I, I really try not to answer questions off list just because I want to make you come to the call because I am mean like that. So, um, but the question was asked, uh, does this call for a sweetened or unsweetened cocoa? Given that we're adding sugar, I would imagine it's the unsweetened cocoa, but I, the reason why I did not specify is the recipe itself did not specify. It depends and on how sweet slash rich you want your cocoa, your, uh, your brownies. Because mm. if you want them really sweet, then you want sweetened cocoa. But if you like like a richer, um, slightly more bitter type of chocolate, like those people who like the really bitter dark chocolate then you'd want to use an unsweetened one or even natural cocoa powder. Yep. So I'm actually honestly not sure what this one is, but uh, I could scan it and find out. But uh, it doesn't really matter. Anyway, this one comes in a round tin with a plastic lid. And uh, the cup measuring cup got in some water, so I'm making sure it's dry. And it calls for a third cup, and uh, we'll do a little bit more than a third cup because we want it nice and chocolatey. You want to be careful um, if it's if it's unsweetened. You want to be careful adding extra because if you offset the sugar to cocoa ratio on right. an unsweetened one, it could end up bitterer than you mean it to. Yep. Well, we didn't do, I didn't do too much extra cocoa because it already calls for quite a bit. Yeah. All right. 
so I'm going to put the remaining uh, cocoa back in the pantry here. And uh, Chanel's saying more vanilla, for, but this is a brownie recipe, not a vanilla cake. Uh, I'm saying less, less, less chocolate, more vanilla. Okay. Um, I guess we're going to have vanilla, vanilla brings, brings out the taste, the flavor and stuff more than anything. So the vanilla will actually help you taste the chocolate. Yep. All right. So next we need a fourth teaspoon of baking powder and there is my fourth teaspoon. Actually, I think I used the fourth teaspoon for the vanilla, but we can always add more and more vanilla. That's not an issue. So we're just going to add in a tiny bit of baking powder. This is just to help the brownies rise. And um, this comes in a plastic uh, contain round container too, more cylindrical than um, anything and going to uh so it's kind of a taller canister like thing whereas the coco container was more squatter and flatter so that's how i could tell the difference between the two and i'm going to put in now just a tiny bit of salt and um if there's any left in this container, that is, which I think there is. Yes. Okay, now that one can get tossed. Now we are going to stir all this up. And now let's see if we have any questions. So uh, let's start things off in the clubhouse. There are no hands as yet at this time. Oh, now we just, one just came up. All right. One second here. And a second is We a have, as soon as this person comes up, because they raised their hand, I couldn't see who it was, but I invited them to speak. Give you an invite to speak, so if you'd like to come all right, well, and speak, hopefully, you may do so. Go ahead yep. and go to Zoom. All right, well, we're waiting on them. Yep. All right, who have we got in Zoom? All right, we got a couple of them. First up is Abraham. Ah, there hey. is the usual suspect I thought we'd be hearing from before too long. <laughs> Hi. Uh, so, you um, usually you'd be using unsweetened cocoa in baking. Uh, the sweetened cocoa. Uh, is usually meant like for um, drink, adding, adding water to, and drinking. So, um, yeah, you, usually, yep. but you can, if you want to make it extra sweet, you can use um, it. Yeah. And also, depending on the brand, some are sweeter than others. So, in yes. order to control that sugars, you'll, uh, you'll not just, uh, and they also add other things as well um, to sweeten uh, cocoa. Um, and I, I wanted to say earlier that uh, 
you should take it as a challenge to make healthier brownies and uh, things that we, <laughs> we do want to um, see on the school. So they ask for brownies, see if there's a healthy brownie recipe. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> um, I did hear of a recipe that uses black beans as a uh, base instead of flour, so... Well, you know what? I'll, I'll say this much. Um, I, I rather than I, I am more than willing to. You know, we have had some guest appearances on this call. So, um, if I'm not mistaken, I hear Abraham volunteering himself to make healthy brownies on this call with a, a black bean-based flour and everything. I can't I, send you that recipe. Oh no, no, no! You have to. You you volunteer oh, no, to no, make no. it right. Yes, that's what I, that are, are you hearing the same thing I'm hearing, Tori? I, that's what I was hearing. I was hearing that he knew yep, about and, and, the recipe and that he was going to make it. Yeah, and Chanel confirmed that as well. So, uh, thank you for that kind offer, Abraham. Yeah. And uh, talk so to if my you'd like uh, to talk call to scheduler. me about when you're available. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes for anyone who wants to do a recipe, healthy or otherwise. Mm-hmm. But especially if you have a healthy one in mind, we're definitely inviting you on the call, you know. Uh, no. Yeah, because um, it's not that we don't want to make healthy recipes, it's just that we don't generally make healthy recipes. Even me being exactly. vegan doesn't mean healthy. Nope. Black bean flour base, I mean. I do have All right, well, we look for it, we look for Yes. If you're still Sorry. taking raised hands, you got a couple more of them over here in Zoom. Okay. Okay, well, oh. I think we got our one in Clubhouse first, so. Okay. Jeanette. Jeanette. Oh, Jeanette. Hey, Mavis and Tori and Herbie. Um, one of the things that I love about this recipe is that unlike so many brownie recipes, you use cocoa instead of melted chocolate. And mm -hmm. it isn't that I can't melt chocolate. It's that I don't choose to. Absolutely. And, and I think that for anyone who thinks about recipes, and if you say, I'm nervous about making something, you know, these are the kinds of things you want to think about. Um, what I will be interested to see, Herbie, is how you tell people to cut their brownies so that the pieces end up relatively the same size. Because it is actually the reason I don't make brownies. Because I can get them into the pan. I can bake them. They can come out great. But I have never found a good solution for cutting them. And I know in the places where I go, um, size and equal is considered a huge big deal. Well, so that's my curious question. So regarding right, that, so first of all, my, my initial response to that one is... Um, it, well, actually, no, I was going to, I was actually going to say that, you know, if it, if they're not exactly the same size, who cares? But, um, 
you know, a lot of people exactly. do, I know, but most of those people are sighted, actually. Um, yes, uh, that is true. Uh, which is frustrating, but um, how I do it, other than the obvious with a knife, is to, once they've um, cooled enough that I can be able to do this, I use my fingers to measure spacing between where I've where like first of all the edge of the pan and then where I'm going to do my first cut and then like where I've done my cut and the next cut so I will do that going all the way along like in one direction and then I will turn it and do the same thing the other go in the other direction like so that you get them um, cut horizontally and vertically and it, it's not perfect I... but no but I'll give you another thought, though, I had on that. If, if you're really going to a place where size does matter, two thoughts. One, maybe you just don't go to that place anymore. You got better people to hang around. But, um, you know, we kind of love you sighted people, but sometimes you, we, we, there's, there's a reason, you know, one of the causes of high blood pressure is anxiety over brownies not being cut equally. Um, that being said, I can see, I, I, I do, but that, I mean, in all seriousness, though, I can see where, like, say, at a party setting, you do want to make sure everybody does get equally sliced brownies, but if it was me in that situation, honestly, what I would truthfully do is I'd say, okay, here's the deal, I'm going to bake them, but I'm going to let you, sighted person's house, who I'm going to be the one to actually cut them, and that way you can cut them in the sizes that you want. And, you know, all your, you know, everybody's happy. You did the bulk of the work. They just have to cut them. And they can cut them how they want. Everybody's happy. And so that might be, honestly, the easiest. Otherwise, what Tori suggested is using your fingers as a measuring guide. And, and that's what I I've have done. And, and yeah. I will tell you, Herbie, the other thing lighter is, than me. I know that they make these, you know, brownie pans and you can, you, you have these yep. inserts that go into them. I don't find them really effective. And then I have another one that I can put equal amounts of batter, but they're big and clunky. Um, and that's it why I was It also affects curious. the cooking time and makes it issue. Yeah. Yes, it uh, does. Oh, but yeah, basically, either have them cut them themselves, use your fingers to measure, or tell them if they want brownies cut in a certain size and they want and they want them baked down and cut by the same person, they can make their own brownies. And Herbie, I'm going to mute, but I know you were going to say something else, and I will let you do that. Um, you know, I don't really have a good solution. You know, uh, guys, I know how to cook. That doesn't necessarily mean I know how to cut evenly. Um. If you, you know, Jewel, Jewel with her independent living class, who is a lot more nicer than we are, might actually have some other, other <laughs> solutions to offer. Um, and like I said, she, she really is actually nicer. And um, even she, she likes um, socializing with people and everything. Yeah, exactly. So she would really be the best person to ask for that. Me, I'm just showing you how you can get the things done in the first place. Beyond that, that's your guys' problem. No. We, um, we, we don't do presentations. No. We really don't. Um, and it is... It really is not... I, I, I know there are blind people that are really good at that type of thing. And um, that's definitely good if you have 
that ability. But one of the misconceptions I do, I will talk about blindness is you can't assume everybody can do everything. You know, I can definitely teach you all guys how to cook and you might, uh, there's going to be people on here that, uh, well, we, I know there's people on here that can come up with way more inventive ways than how I do things. I just follow a recipe and does it do exactly what it tells me to do because that is what I know how to do. I know how to improvise a little bit more when it comes to regular cooking. Baking, you know, I, I know how to follow a recipe, but I don't know how to improvise. But wait, 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 make... wait. So... You know how to do as you're told? I know. It's strange, isn't it? I know. When it comes to cooking, I, I, I choose to. It's either that or we we don't get baked food, so... Oh, I see. So you, you know, do it for the brownies and cookies and stuff. Exactly. Ah, uh, I see food-based rewards. Okay. No, that's the yes, key. Okay. That, that's the key. But I would not even say I'm the best baker to be truthful. That's why I said I actually like cooking more than I like baking. Mm. And so different people, but my point is different people are going to have different skill sets. And some people really are good at, you know, cutting for, you know, especially, I imagine people that have lost their sight later on in life might even, might have an advantage there. I don't know. Tori obviously is like me, though, I'm not into presentation. But uh, no, um, um, to be honest, even when I had a bit of usable vision, I still wasn't particularly great at cutting straight, and now I'm even worse. Um, yeah. But whereas my brother, who's been blind since he was two, is pretty good at it. So when he's here, my go-to is I make uh, I make the brownies with him, and he can cut them. Um, <laughs> so. There you go. And so that's how you know. You can combine skill sets, you know, like that. So um, I, I realize we have more raised hands, guys. Sorry, not trying to leave you behind. Uh, just we have a lot and to say about that particular five subject. Of them right now. Well, and just oh, quickly boy. before we start taking them, um, I'm lucky. My husband, even though he's sighted, he's good enough that um, he accepts that he's better off having uh, brownies of varying, varying shapes and sizes than no brownies at all. So exactly. All right, well, we're probably going to get some hate mail after this one, but nobody in Clubhouse? Okay, so real yeah, we quick. Do have, we do have one in Clubhouse, yes. Well, let's okay, take one so in we'll Zoom get to first. Them. So real quick, before we get to the Zoom ones, just to keep um, things moving along here, I just got done greasing the pan. I'm using Pam. I probably could use parchment paper for this, but uh, we're just going to do the Pam method today, and I'm now going to flatten this out in the brownie pan and we're going to let it bake for 20 to 25 minutes so that is what i am now in the midst of doing and so i'm, and I'm using an eight well it's really more of a nine by nine pan i should probably find a smaller pan for some of these recipes but uh, i digress okay let's go to zoom and right. uh, who have we got we got rachel rachel hello Hello. Um, Herbie, I have a question about the brownie recipe. I know it says that you can put put nuts in, but can you substitute the nuts like for Andy's mints instead? And if so, how many would you need? Ooh, uh, what did I just say about my baking abilities and improvising, guys? Um, um, 
you can substitute it, but I don't know about Andy's mint specifically because I am not familiar with them. But you can so, substitute. Go ahead. You're rectangular. So did you ever? You're an after. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, yeah. So, so have you ever gone to? Did did they have? I think they have Olive Garden in Canada. Um, they but do, but I never went they, there. Okay. Well. Now you can go to find out what Andy's mints look like. Basically, they, they are small rectangular mints, and they are very strong. So I, is, a lot of it's going to, how much you'd use would really depend on how minty you want your brownies. But I would use, at least starting off with, I would use less than more. But, I mean, you may also want to look though, for actual. Or are they very, very small? Oh, they melt. They they melt. Yeah, they melt. Okay. They melt in your hand just by holding them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then yes, you could you could use them, but um, you would want to um, like Kirby said, go for small amounts. So like I think it said half a cup of pecans. Um, so I would say go for quarter of a cup of mints. If even that, they are if very that. they are very strong. Um, yeah. Hey Google. Set timer for 21 minutes. And and these mints are very strong, so... But I would honestly, before even substituting anything Mm -hmm. for that, I mean, two things I would do is, one, really, if you're really wanting mint brownies, you might want to look for mint brownie recipes that might have a better balance for, you know, the mint versus the chocolate. There is a really good, easy way to get mint brownies without worrying about substituting with mints. And that would be to substitute um, some of your vanilla for some mint extract. Yep, there you go. I was was thinking about mint extract. So yeah, just use um, less vanilla, more mint extract, and that might actually work better. Yeah, that would give you minty brownies. Yep. The other thing that, honestly, if I was going to use Andy's mints, I would almost think they'd do better as a frosting for the brownies rather than baked in them. So um, that's something else to think about, too, is see if you can make those into a frosting. But a very good uh, question. If they melt well, you probably can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They melt well. Um, Thanks a lot. You're welcome. All right. So uh, let's go back over to Clubhouse. And I now have the brownies in the oven, by the way, guys, and you probably heard me setting the timer. We did. All right, so... And Linda. Linda. Hi, Herbie and Tori. I can't wait to make this recipe. Um, I do have the brownie pan, and I recently found out I've been using it incorrectly but it works for me. Um, it has all the squares in it, and I believe you're supposed to put the square thing, with, the thing with all the squares in it, in the brownie mix before you bake them. And then right. they, they come out and they all have like edges and crusty. But what I do is I bake the brownies first, and then I c- cut them when they're a little bit cooler, not really hot when you first take them out. But then I use the rectangle thing to cut the brownies and they come out in perfect little squares so i, I like know someone else pan. who does that yeah i was thinking i think wasn't it desi who does that 
it could be Desi. Um, I, yeah, it could be Desi, but definitely some, I know somebody who does that. So, so you're not alone in doing it that way. And I don't think that there's a right or wrong way to use that. I think it, as long as you're getting the desired result, there's nothing wrong with that. No. A great idea. I will say that honestly, until I started doing these calls, I rarely made brownies in the first place, you know. Uh, so um, it's nothing I'd really looked into much. But given the brownie making that uh, I seem to be doing a lot lately, um, I just, maybe it's something I'm just going to actually really have to look into and uh, well, I see what don't, I think. Myself, I don't have one. No. No. Um, but yeah, that, I definitely have heard of those things and yeah, that, that, that works well if you do want to cut them uh, evenly and I would do like you suggested though, Linda, and I would put them in the brownies ahead of time before baking them. So they just come up already done. So, well, no, that's officially right. how you're supposed to do it. But she said that what she right. does is cut them after. Yeah. And actually I would do it the way she does it if I did have one. Because then you don't have to worry about adjusting the recipe for the fact you're technically making smaller brownies. You just mm. bake it like you do the big brownie uh, batter thing and then cut it later. I think that's a great way to do it, personally. That, that does make sense. Yep, definitely. All right. Well, thank you for that, Linda. And uh, let's go back over to Zoom. Who have we got next? It helped them if I mute if I'll mute. Okay, we got Tyann coming up next. Hello, Tyann. All right, Tyann. So I too love my brownie pan. And the key to that is actually to if you want to put it in with the batter, you have to grease it really, really well. And then you oh, have yeah, to I would imagine so. cool all the way. And then they will come out perfect. But I have also done it the uh, other way, and uh, that can be uh, actually less messy. My husband hates cleaning that insert. Uh, I bet. <laughs> that is well, what kind you of You can have I your kids have do one. it. In, you'll, you'll just have your kids do it instead next time then, right? I'm pretty mm. sure Aria would volunteer to clean the, all the bits of brownie off of it. Yeah, yeah, and um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's what I thought. I wasn't going to say it, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> oh, Aria. Um, Thanks for your honesty, Aria. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aria. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, she's more than welcome to come back on the show. I, I really love her honesty, you know. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. And I'm sure she'd love the attention. Them. Lois will help make them. Yeah. All right. So there, you've got two willing volunteers there, then. So you can, you've can you got flexibility. And, and I'm right. sure Lois would cut them, too, if I asked her to. Well, that's yep. useful. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you've and, got, you know, you've got great really... kids. I want to borrow Tyann's kids. Yeah. They they do chores and also, everything voluntarily. Exactly. Yeah. I like that. And uh, I was going to say you you also need somebody to volunteer to eat the brownies to make sure they they came out perfectly cut and all that and uh 
So, oh, that, that'd be Arya's job. Why? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> she would volunteer to taste test anything at, at, um, sweet, I'm sure. Brownies, yeah. cookies, cake, whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Tyanne. Thank you, Arya. Got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, <right>. Arya. <laughs> All right. Do we have anybody over on cl the clubhouse side? Not at the moment. All right, then let's zoom on over to Zoom again, and if uh, he's not fiddling, he'll tell us who's next. I'm not fiddling, so I will tell you that Melinda is up next. Melinda? Hello, Melinda. Melinda. All right. Hey, how is everyone doing this morning? Really good. Man, those uh, brownies uh, sure, sure sound good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I can hardly wait. <laughs> to even uh, make the recipe myself. Um, awesome. I've uh, I was on this call a long, uh, a few months ago uh, when I first uh, joined, but now I decided to come back to it because uh, uh, I've had uh, an experience in the uh, kitchen when I was, uh, oh, maybe about a seventh or an eighth grader. Um, mm -hmm. I, uh, I was in a class at school, at the School for the Blind here in, here in Colorado Springs. And uh, every Friday afternoon, we got a chance to make our own drinks. I chose one Friday afternoon, I chose to make hot chocolate. So I was instructed to go over to the cupboard to get a cup out, fill it with warm water, and pour it in the microwave. So I did this, and to make a long story short, because I don't want to hold up too much, I don't want to take up too much time here, but uh, to make a long story short, as soon as the uh, water was done uh, heating in the uh, microwave, um, I, I opened the microwave door with my left hand and took the cup out with my right hand. I was going to attempt to carry it back over to the table where I could drink it. And I attempted to put it in between my legs so that I could use both of my hands oh, no. to push my wheelchair. No sooner did I did, no sooner did I uh, do this, hot water spilled all over my lap. Yep. Yep. And I so, got, and I got a third degree burn. I bet. So um, one recommendation I, 
I want, so one recommendation I would like to make them in the future is rather than holding a mug of hot water between your legs, instead get a thermos that has a lid and use that to make your hot chocolate, then put the lid on before you hold the cup. And that way you're going to have more protection that way versus dealing with an open cup of a hot water. Yeah, so, you or you can get, you can actually get thermal cups that uh-huh. you can put it in and they have lids as well. So uh-huh. you can yep. like take it out of the microwave and put it in the um, thermos or thermal cup, put the lid on tight and then put it then between your legs so you can have your hands free for your wheelchair. Okay. Be bit, but, it'll be safer well, for you. I don't know if they had that when I was a child, but uh, I'm sure that they did. But they, uh, I don't know if they did then, but they definitely do now. So it's an option for you for yeah. future reference. We, we can't we, we can't time travel and fix our mistakes, but we can talk about what to do now to avoid future ones. Um, and to avoid other people having the same horrible experience. Uh, exactly. Teacher, I also want to mention... The teacher... teacher of- what? The teacher of the class, you guys, um, did not even bother taking me to the school nurse to have me checked out. She didn't. Uh, I'm I'm really sorry that that happened to you, Melinda. But I hope that you can find the confidence to go back in the kitchen and um, try and do something. That's why I'm here, Tori. I want. I wanna, I wanna gain the confidence in, uh, in uh, getting uh, back into the kitchen so that when my parents uh, both uh, go home, I can, I can have some uh, confidence in myself with cooking again. You know, that Excellent. that's wonderful. It's wonderful that you want to do that and. And, and like I said, uh, Herbie's idea with the thermos is an excellent idea. A great way for you for carrying hot liquids without risking spilling them on yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and then some um, thermoses can heat up too. So maybe some one of those like tea cozies to go on, on the outside of the cup would also be a good idea. Um, yes. And the other thing I just want to mention though, and I, 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 I realized that uh, you... We got to move on, but just real quickly, you know, I did not start off as, you know, you see me confidently here today, but that was so not my beginnings. My first uh, cooking thing was, and, you know, some people would argue this was actually improvement, but uh, I was 13 and my mom had asked me to, you know, was out and she said when the timer went off to turn off the oven. Because she had a pot roast in there. And I'd forgotten which direction was off. So I guessed. And unfortunately, the what I thought was off, you know, it turned out to be broil. So I ended up... And, and, and I knew something was wrong when I suddenly started hearing these popping sounds in the oven and smelling something that didn't smell quite right. And uh, that wasn't my mom's cooking uh, beef dinners. And well, we'll, t- we'll talk about those beef dinners another time. Uh, but uh, anyway. Yeah. And, and I, so. I, killed, I killed a talking microwave so badly that there was smoke in the neighbor's house as well as ours. Uh, defrosting sausages. 
Oh boy. Wow. So, you know, the point is that we, you know, you just have to practice makes perfect. So, all right. Well, thank you, Melinda. And we hope that you continue to come to the future calls and don't forget to check out the YouTube channel for past calls, either that or the ACB media podcast feed. All right. Who is next? You still overhearing Zoom? Yep. Do we okay. Monica is well, up let's... next. All right. I'm assuming we don't have anybody in Clubhouse, correct there, Novus? That is correct as of right now, yes. Okay. All right. Monica. Okay, Monica. Hi. See, it was just too interesting to feed to stay away, wasn't it? It was. You know, mm-hmm. especially with, um, with what Melinda experienced. I appreciate you talking about the, having a thermos because I never thought about that. Um, pushing a wheelchair and having to carry something. Because mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. had that experience, but um, my um, my suggestion about the brownies cutting, I heard somewhere that a friend of mine probably did it or talked about it, is you can bake the brownies with like parchment paper in the pan, and then mm-hmm. when you take them out turn it upside down that way when you cut them it's like it's straighter so it's easier to cut i mean you still would have to measure but then maybe the cuts people wouldn't see them as much because you cut them from the underside yeah the the bit where the knife originally goes in is less obvious yeah so that makes sense that was my suggestion, but great call as always. All right. So by the way, guys, first of all, I just want to say that I've been really impressed because we've actually had a couple of West Coast people on here. So, um, you know, it's really early in the morning for them. And then we've had uh, Houston well represented because we have Monica, who's not too far away from me, and uh, Linda, who's also not too far away from me, but she's further out than um, Mo- um, Monica is. So, uh Okay, be careful, Monica might be trying to talk Tom into driving over to your place for those brownies. Oh boy! Well, I Sean now knows where I live because he was uh, we were discussing a restaurant in Houston yesterday, and he heard my Alexa mention where the nearest one was to me. So uh, you, you can ask Sean in Austin for where I live, and uh, that'll take <laughs> some time. So all right, let's go over. T- Do we have anybody in Clubhouse? Not at this time. All right, then um, let's go back over to Zoom. All right, we got Heidi. Hi, Hi oh, Heidi. I haven't heard from you in a while. Oh, but real quick, before we get to you, Heidi, Monica, if you come over here for the brownies, that means you can help cut them. So um, there you go. All right, go ahead, Heidi. <laughs> hey, guys, good morning. Talk about the Pacific Northwest representing. Um, I'm out of Seattle and I had a couple of questions. First question, when I was going through the recipe, I didn't see any sugar mentioned in here. Was that left out by accident? I might've missed it because I joined the call a little bit late. Um, sugar was um, mentioned. Yep. One cup of sugar. I kind of, okay. I kind of figured I was like, well, it has to be at least a half a cup or a cup depending. Okay. Um, 
So I just had a couple of things that my son is really big into making brownies, and he makes the most delicious dark chocolate brownies with hazelnuts on the planet. And I think that this recipe is probably pretty darn close to what he makes. Um, So Mm. he likes to add, like, little roasted hazelnuts into his. But what he also started doing, and I don't know if you guys have done this before, and it is really amazing, he also puts in, like, a teaspoon of ground espresso coffee. You and know, it's it funny you mention that because I was just thinking hazelnut coffee dark. sounds really good. Yeah, so here's what, here's what happens, though. And I, I kind of looked at a couple of different recipes with this. What happens when you're using, especially, like, we use a dark baker's cocoa. When you're using a dark chocolate or even just a baker's cocoa chocolate, apparently coffee... Or the taste of coffee brings out the chocolate more, which I never realized until he started making them. And oh, my good moogly boogly, a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of espresso, and whoo-wee baby. Well, you know, I was mentioning at the beginning of the call that uh, brownie recipes really seem to bring out the people. And today's interactions are proving that. Um, but you know, you I don't. I don't know if you're you can't go wrong with them, Herbie. You know, you, you know, but but brownies. you know, my, my my question is, would your son ever want to make an appearance on the call and uh, make his brownies? Oh, he probably would, but he does work early mornings, so because over here it's seven. He can do a recording, yeah. send it in, and do a pre-recording. So he he is just oh boy, and he has like the best cookie recipes. He really came in. He's only twenty. He just turned twenty, and he's really come into baking because mm-hmm. I've always done the baking in the house. And then mom went blind. And so he's like, well, I'm taking over. So, <laughs> Well, um, just, to, just to let you know, if he's got any recipes that you think that we should be shared, he can do it pre-recorded and just send the recording in. Oh, um, yep. cool. I'll ask him if he has time to do something like that. Because that, those dark well, chocolate well, we're, We haven't got any slots anything. until March anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. We could also um, arrange like, and we could also probably arrange like if he can, he could either do pre-recorded or the other thing we could do is a live session that we pre-record, and that way Tori and I can try to anticipate the questions that people might have as well. So yeah, oh, cool. we've done that I'll as well because we totally we did him. that with Colby because yeah. she has to work too. But we will be asking him questions like, "What's it like to have a blind mother that does the cooking?" So you know, just get, I, get he he will probably be happy to answer all those questions. Um, I just had one other thing, a question. I do have um, a Pampered Chef brownie pan that does like because I love the edges of brownies. And with this kind of recipe, the cooking time is going to vary. And for the life of me, I don't remember the different cooking times on like a separate individual brownie pan. Do you have an idea or recommendation for a cooking time for something like that? So this brownie recipe calls for 20 to 25 minutes. Okay. And, and it's at so, 350? At 350, yes. right? Okay. Yep. Usually, for, all right, for example, when you're redu- doing a... Um, cake that would normally be for a large cake that you're then going to be doing as in um cupcake as, as cupcakes mm-hmm. you would um where it says like 20 to 25 minutes you would do like about um 10 to 15 minutes and then see how it's doing and see if it needs a little longer i gotcha that's what i was gonna think i was like maybe it'll be like between 10 and 15 instead of that longer yeah, because then you'd, that's you what get I would rest, guess. so yeah that's what <laughs> okay. i would guess Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. I'm really enjoying this. I, I love brownies just like everybody else. 
<laughs> and if your son wants to come on the uh, call, then get in touch with us and we'll arrange the things. Oh, yep. sure. Um, let me, let me Tori. <clears throat> yep, so yeah, just get in contact with uh, Tori, who is our official scheduler, and she'll fit yep. you in and uh, all that good stuff. So. Oh, beautiful. Okay, or thank you, guys. Just, hey, have a great just day. email awesome. community and ask for my email address. And Okay, gotcha. Perfect. Thank you, guys. Okay. You're welcome. All right. Um, we'll, we'll we'll definitely do the food items that bring the people here. That's for sure. So, um, okay. Do we have anybody in Clubhouse? Not yet. All right. So I just took the brownies out of the oven. They look good. I'm gonna wait for them to cool, and then we'll see how they uh, turn. This turned out. So uh, let's go back over to Zoom. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. You got one more, then. That would be Abraham. Ah, Abraham. Welcome back. I knew we'd hear from you for at least one more time. We didn't completely scare him away, then. <laughs> That's good. No, he, he's the one that volunteered. How could we scare him away? He was the one that volunteered to make black bean brownies for us. So <laughs> Yeah. Maybe he didn't realize what he was volunteering for until it was too late. Yeah. He's still muted, so my Now he doesn't want to talk to us. Now yeah. he's scared to talk to nope. us. <laughs> well, I know I well, I know where to find you, buddy, because I'm streaming and moderating your Isla the Isle of Braille call this Thursday. And, and I've got a female the address. Oh so he can't hide. <laughs> so you might as well unmute Abraham. <laughs> I had to start using my line that I use on the Breakfast Club. Come on, let me in, in here and talk to us. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, we'll just uh, wait for him to unmute. In the meantime, next week, we're going to not really do so much baking as uh, frying, as uh, that is going to be French toast done in the frying pan. I did do a baked version of it last year, so I thought that maybe... This year, I'd show you all how to do it the more traditional way. And um, it's, uh, so I, I thought I'd do that. And then February, I believe the you first forgot month something. is when... I did? Yes, there's two more weeks left in January. Oh, there is. That's right. And, and uh, I need to send you that bread recipe. You do, yes. So, yes, the following week, we're going to make bread. So... After doing French toast, we're going to do bread. And then in February, uh, Belinda is going to show us how to make her dill pickle soup. So last week we talked soup. In February, we're going to make soup. And then Herbie gets to actually pick a recipe for his own call. I know. I, it's amazing. I've never had this uh, luxury before in a long time. So I have a couple of ideas in mind that I am working on for... February, and um, we'll uh, see how those work out. And let's see, what else do we have scheduled for February? We're potentially going to try Tavara's pierogies. Well, her brother's pierogies. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, and then Deb's going to talk to us about her new toy. Yes. So we are definitely looking forward to that. And um, so, yeah, we've got some exciting stuff. And then in March, Diane, uh, Diane's husband, is going to 
really be our first ever sighted guest here on the cooking call. And this is going to be a little bit of more non-traditional cooking, but, uh, you know, we'll do something fun every now and then. And we're going to learn how to make homemade Italian sausage. And if you were on the nightcap last year when Diane talked about this, and you have an idea of what to expect. If not, well, you're going to be in for an interesting story. We're, we're not expecting you to make this at home, I, I, I will say right off the bat, but... Uh, Although, if you want it to, will. go for it. Oh, I mean, if you want to, by all means, go for it. Uh, you know, we're not saying don't, but... Uh, um, but it's going to be interesting. Very interesting. So, <laughs> all right. Do we have any uh, calls on either platform? Any, uh, hey, Did Abraham manage to unmute? He's still muted. He's still got a still his hand raised. I can lower it if I need to, but he's still muted. Yeah, go ahead and lower it, If it's that you're having trouble um, for some reason, then leave, come back, and we will get you as soon as you come back. He wasn't having trouble earlier, but... Uh, yeah, but Zoom is Zoom. Well, now I'm going to go ahead and lower his hand. He can put it back up if he needs to. Yep. Okay. Anyone else? Not that here. is all on this side. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to try the brownies in a couple minutes, guys, so just hang tight. In the meantime, happening right now is the Neighborhood Coffee Clatch. There, I yeah, got the name of the call right. right. Yes. Well done, Herbie. <laughs> and then next hour um, is going to be Apps We Like. The uh, moderator of that call just found out that it was today instead of tomorrow. And uh, all I can but she's, she's is, ready though. She said she's she, ready. She's ready though. Yes. Um, but uh, definitely always a good idea to check for facilitate your uh, for you facilitators out there. Always a good idea to check the schedules that are sent out to us ahead of time. She, yeah, she she does have a genuine um, num- dates issue though. She 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 has dyscalculia. So ah. Okay, well, which is dyslexia with numbers, right? Well, I wish I could have taken that in high school. I didn't have to take calculus, but uh, all right. So that that would definitely be a challenge there. But um, regardless, it's going to happen. And there is that's just the tip of the iceberg. We got unmute presents asking where you can ask all your tech questions, games to play with Lady A. How about lively Latin? How about the Braille room? How about let's talk low vision? How about TV shows talk with the Darcy and Holly? That's starting. And don't at forget seven. all pause on deck. And all pause on deck. Yes. You have to make Mr. Mayor and Twig happy, after all. Yes, we we, we do have to make them happy. So we we, we don't want Mr. Mayor and Twig unhappy with us, uh, and because uh, otherwise, uh, Danette and Sue Ellen would, you know. Well, they get, they have a hard dogs, time so. though. They need they need their dogs happy and yappy. Yep. So uh, all Paul's on deck, and you've also got the man cave. You've got French. You've got the uh, Trina's lounge, or no? Is it the chat cafe? Is that the same thing? I don't know. Um, chat cafe, I think it is. Yeah, and Trina's lounge is few- Mondays. 
Okay. And there's a few calls that I'm missing, guys, believe it. No, that I did not mention everything for today. There's at least one or two that I know I'm Oh, missing. yeah, you forgot games to play with Lady Yay. I did mention that one. You did? Yeah, oh. I did. Oh, That's okay. Why I, to I better not forget oh. that one as I'm streaming it, so. Okay. I did not recall um, mentioning it. Sorry, I, but I did yep. have a dog jump on me, so. Okay, that explains it. So, my point is, guys, this is a happening community, and uh, there are a lot of calls, and that's just for today as well. Yeah, that's just today's and list. We haven't even gotten, in, I could get into Wednesday, and um, we've got accessible <laughs> online games happening tomorrow. We got, uh, you know, I'm sure we community have some crafty connect. call happening tomorrow. It's electric, community connect. Yeah, the the crafty um, one that's happening tomorrow is the Creative Journey Support Group, which is a, a really interesting call. Yep. And uh, if you are not subscribed to the list for community calls, make sure you do so. Write to community at acb.org and ask to be added to the list. It is a real person that sees your email, so be sure to include your name. And it's address. a living person and everything. Living, yes. And make sure you use the word please. So make sure you say please add me to the community and also in that same email you can also say to them please add me to the ACB cooks list where you will get things like this entire recipe that we just did and uh, many others including uh, Courtney's tips and uh, if we make and bake ever starts up again recipes from that and some get stuff from the electric comes through yep and um, I'll, uh, so you'll get an idea of what to expect for French toast recipe, the whole nine yards. So guys, this is a happening community. You do not want to miss a thing. And uh, I, I assure you, you do not. Now right. I got that song in my head. Thanks, Herbie. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, so let us take a look. At these brownies they look good i'm going to get a knife and actually cut off a piece and uh, we could talk about good brownie knives really anyone will do even a butter knife so i'm just kind of cutting horizontally here a little bit um and then i'll make some Horizontal cuts, and then we'll come back and make some uh, vertical ones. I don't know how precise these all are, but I do have a brownie piece for me. So now you're going to come out and Okay, actually, let's see if she wants to try one. Want to try brownie? Sure. All right. I think the they might be a tiny bit burnt. I'm not sure. Um, 
And I think you could maybe have a little bit more sweetness to it, less cocoa. But I like that the outside is kind of chewy. Um, yeah, pretty good, I think. Okay. Here. Uh, my observation, though, I, I, I think they turned out a little bit more cake-like than brownie-like. But I think they've got a lot of sweetness. Uh, but could use a little bit less cocoa, so I do agree with that. Um, not bad, though. Not, not bad. I did tell you to be careful about that. Yes. Actually, well, I did try to be careful, actually, So, because you... But anyway, they're kind of they leave a good taste in your mouth afterwards. You think, oh, maybe they're not too bad. All right, and that is good. That is uh, definitely good. We need some coffee though for these. All right, so um, do we have any final questions on either Zoom or Clubhouse? We do have a raised hand over here. Uh, over here, and uh, it would be Tyann. All right. Well, my other child, Lois, has something to say to Herbie. All Don't right. Talk with- Don't talk with your mouth closed. You tell him, Lois. <laughs> she started giggling when you did that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Lois. I've been wanting to say that for a while. <laughs> I'm going to bear. Yeah. Um. It, it's bad yeah, when nine-year-olds have better manners. Yeah. Well... We're a time crunch, you see, so I don't have time to... Well, then stop crunching, and you take the time, and then you can crunch. <laughs> Good girl, Lois. All right, um... Nancy, do you have so, anyone in uh, Clubhouse? Not at this time. Not at this time. All right, so we'll keep uh, Tyann muted for future calls, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, all of a sudden now, all of a sudden, you're not so eager to have her kids on the show. Funny well, that. I, I like the other one. She, she, she I, Arya was. You know, Arya is more than welcome to come back on the show. We don't pick wants. favorites here. We don't. Oh no, no favoritism. Oh. It's not a. It's not acceptable. You do not pick favorites with children. It's not, that's oh. very wrong. That is? Yes. I never knew. I thought we were supposed to have a favorite one. Okay. We're not. It's an everyday, don't you? Yeah. We, all right. Well, no, I I don't, I I really don't have a favorite one, but I I did love Arya's honesty there on the licking (laughs) the uh, bowl, so. Well, guys, what do you know? We actually got through a recipe and got to try it during the call. It's a miracle. 
So I think part of the, of course, with this brownie recipe too, you know, they intended for you to be able to have like pecans on it. They also recommend a pecan fro chocolate <coughs> frosting to go on top. I think that would be a bit too much. Yeah, I mean, the frosting would help with the like getting extra moistness for the to make it more brownie-ish and less cakey-ish. Um, but it would also make it a lot um, sweeter. Mm-hmm. All right. So on that note, guys. Barring any other questions or uh, comments, we are going to be done for the day and early. We actually, hey, last. We actually do have today's fan. It's Pat. Uh, hey, Pat. Okay. Hello, Kirby. Oh, Lord, you're making me hungry. Um, what I was going to say, um, if you're talking about something like that, wanting to know if there's any kind of way that you could do it, um without having it being so overwhelming as far as that's concerned, as far as the sweet taste to it, what you can do is um, a couple of things. You can um, decrease the amount of sugar that you're using, the, the, the sweet, whatever you're using to um, uh, sweeten it up. You can decrease the amount that you're using in in the recipe, which should cut that back. Um, but there is also though the risk that if you do that, it will um, make things bitter, more bitter. But you can also do another thing. You can do is use a supplement that you if could. you don't want it, if, if you don't want it as sweet. Yeah. So just a. Just it is an option, yes. <laughs> yeah. Another option, if you want to have some of the sweetness but reduce the sugar, would be to substitute some of the sugar with with cinnamon. There you go. All right. Thank, well, you, thank Pat. you, Pat. And do we we'll have anybody else? We're right on twenty past now. In case that's of uh, interest. That is Thank you, Tom. Uh, do we have? Yep. Do we have anybody else on either platform? No. No. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for coming today. Thank you, Tom Terrific, for hosting on Zoom. Thank you, Nancy Nelvis, for moderating in Clubhouse. Thank you, Twinkling Tori, as always, for co-hosting. Thank you, Deb, for streaming, and thank you. Thank to you, everybody Herbie, who... for doing the call in the first place. Yep, you're welcome. Thank you, everybody who listened. Whether you're on Zoom, Clubhouse, Media 5, you're listening to this via YouTube, we appreciate every single one of you. And thank you and to Tayam's kids and everyone else who contributed and asked questions and made comments. 